Welcome to Cornerstone, a podcast by Rebuild Fellowship. On today's episode, Pastor Chuck will conclude his message entitled, We Are Receivers. This message has continued our long series about bearing fruit by looking at the ways we bear fruit as a part of the Rebuild family. This is a three-message sub-series, and this first message has focused on receiving the good news. The text for today's message is Hebrews chapter 10. So if you have your Bibles, please turn there right now as we join in with Pastor Chuck. Here's the last thing I want to show us out of this. To give us the abundant life only found in him. To give us abundant life. Verse 18. Where there is forgiveness of these, there is no longer any offering for sin. That sounds like an abundant life to me. That sounds like an abundant life to me. Listen to what John 10, 10 talks about. The thief comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But I came that they may have life and life more abundantly. I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays his life down for the sheep. He came to give us the abundant life. He came to let us know that this world can offer you a lot of things, but it cannot offer you me. It cannot offer you salvation. It cannot offer you righteousness. It will give you, right? It'll give you, watch this. It'll give you a high dollar, high dollar knockoff. There's, a, there's, there's many stores, whether it's in our city uh, or in other cities all across this world, and let's particularly to this nation. There are stores and there are persons that can sell you a high dollar knockoff. Whether that's a, 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 a Gucci bag, a Louis bag, uh, some Air Jordan sneakers, or whatever you may, whatever your, whatever your fancy is. There's someone out here that can sell you a high dollar knockoff. And in like manner, that's the world. The world is selling you high dollar knockoffs of salvations. If, if I just achieve this level of education, I begin to make this money, I live in this neighborhood, I get this house, I get this spouse, or whatever the case may be, the world will sell you high dollar knockoffs for salvation. But in Christ alone can you receive the real deal and do like the old school Pepsi commercial like Ray Charles to say, you got the right one, baby. When you get the Lord Jesus Christ, you got the right one, baby, because in him there is only light. There's no darkness at all. He ain't a high dollar knockoff, baby. He is exactly who he said he is, and there is nothing and no one that compared to him in his greatness. He has the unsearchable greatness. And the Apostle Peter said that when you know that, when you're in that knowledge of that, and you receive that truth, you now obtain inexpressible joy. Inexpressible joy. So what does this all mean? How does this all apply? Christ has ushered in the new covenant. As the prophets had prophesied, he is our faithful, committed high priest. And because of this, as believers, we should now realize even more because of the finished work of Christ on Calvary's cross. He's the more superior one. Because of that ultimate and perfect sacrifice, we are positioned from victory and not for victory. This shows us that by him, through him, for him, we can be a church that is a true witness for him that is rooted and abiding in his teachings and his spirit. He has given us the promise of the Father, the Holy Spirit, to give us the power to be his witnesses here in the earth. So family, it's important that we be receivers of this good news. Now, real quick, here's what I want to point out. There are things that come to block or distract or disturb our ability to receive. 
And you just think about sound. I have an old school, you know, back in the days when you used to have to use antennas and stuff to, to get good signal, whether it was on TV or whatever. You used to adjust the knob, try to make sure that you're right on that right frequency, that you're on that, that right place on the dial in order to get perfect signal, to hear clearly, to get the best sound that you possibly can. And in like manner, family, we have experienced things in life that is distorting our ability to receive and hear the good news of Jesus Christ, to receive or says his very great promises and so we have to begin to look at our lives and see what is distorting the noise what what is distorting our ability to hear how can we block out the noise I love what technology has provided us in this day technology has provided us I got my little uh, airpods my little noise canceling headphones and here's here's what ends up happening I, I can be in a certain place and I have two options with this I can I can put these on and as I put these on, family, I can go into two different modes. If, if, if I click the button, right, I can go in transparency mode. And in transparency mode, I can still hear the, 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 the music or I can hear whatever I need, the, the phone call or the voices that I'm talking to in a moment. I can still hear their voices and I can hear what's going on around me. But there's sometimes, family, where I need to hit the button again and I need to cancel out the noise because I only need to hear one voice. I only need to hear one thing at this time and I only need to hear the voice of the Lord Jesus Christ. And so what we need to do, family, is we need to get better at using our faith button to press and cancel out some noise in this season. We've been taking in too much. Yes, you may still been doing your Bible study. Yes, you may still be praying, but you still have this in what's known as transparency mode. You're still listening to other voices. You're still gleaning and listening to other things that's going on around you and it's distorting your ability to really be a receiver of the word of God the way he's called you to be. And so now we need to hit the button and we need to go in noise counseling mode. And let me show you in scripture how you're able to do that. Watch this Philippians 4. He says, rejoice in the Lord always. Again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be made known to everyone. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And watch this. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Transparency mode right there. Now watch this. Here's where we get in the noise counseling mode. Verse 8. Finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there is anything worthy of praise, think about these things. What you have learned and received and heard and seen in me, practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. When you begin to practice these things. When you begin to put this in practice, this is what's noise counseling mode. Do you see what he said the first time? He says, watch this. If you rejoice, you don't be anxious by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Watch this. I'm going to send peace. Transparency mode, send peace. But when you go in noise counseling mode, God comes in. And when God comes in, in the middle of your storm, he says, peace, be still. When God comes, he cancels everything. And so now you access, when I begin to have a singular thought, a singular motivation, a singular mindset on him and him alone, it cancels out everything else. The songwriter said, let all the other names fade away. Jesus, take your place. Noise counseling mode. The first part of that, transparency. You can still hear from God. God's still going to give you peace. 
Now does the world give it, but such as he has, he gives unto you. He's still going to give you peace. But watch this, when he begins to intensify, intensify, what you need to do is now, you know, when life begins to intensify, when the, when the, when the children is getting a little too demanding to, to, to parent, when the job is getting a little bit more demanding, when things are happening in your physical body, it seems like pain after pain or this after this or sorrow after sorrow is coming in from this family member grieving or that family member grieving or whatever the case may be. When all of those things begin to intensify, you need to go in noise counseling mode and you begin to need to think on whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable. Think on these things and continue to operate in what you have learned and received and heard in him and practice these things. And the God of peace will be with you. So very quickly, very quickly, five practical applications that are tied into Webster's definition of receiving. Here's the first thing we got to admit. Five practical applications. You have to admit that you are a sinner in need of the saving and sanctifying grace of the Lord Jesus Christ. How? How? You got to be honest. You got to tell them where you are. You got to tell them what you're struggling with. You, gotta, you, you, you have to say to yourself, I am not God. I can't do this in my own strength. You have to preach this gospel to yourself daily. You have to preach, pray, and pray Bible verses that minister the good news of Jesus Christ to you day in and day out, moment by moment if necessary, of who he is and forever will be and what he has done and continues to do for those that trust in him. The second thing we need to do is acquire. We need to acquire. We need to receive and remember his promises. And that's by Bible intake and by prayer. Bible intake and by prayer. Faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We got to make a weekly practice and discipline, a daily, a daily if needed, a weekly practice and discipline of receiving and remembering one of God's many and very great promises located all throughout his holy word. Every week, family, every week. Find a promise of God and begin to remember it. Lord, I stored your word in my heart that I might not sin against thee. You got to acquire it. You got to acquire it. And that's one of the ways you can do it. The third thing you got to do, you got to believe. You got to believe. You got to create a discipline in your day to declare what you are believing God for and what you know about who he is. You got to declare when the obstacle or hardship comes, declare who your God is in the midst of it and tell it what your God can do to it. You have to declare it. When the obstacle, hardship, persecution, calamity of life comes, you got to declare in the midst of that who your God is and tell it what your God can do to it. Here's the last thing I want to show you. You got to testify. Come on, y'all. We got we to share these testimonies and give thanks to the faithfulness of God in our lives. We have to testify of the faithfulness of Christ in our lives, both to ourselves and to someone else around us. We got to tell about the goodness of the Lord Jesus. Every day, you should be finding some, Lord, woke me up. Psalm where to say, when I rose this morning, Lord, I didn't have no doubt. You got to testify of the goodness of the Lord Jesus Christ. We have to create a discipline of literally telling God thank you for something throughout multiple points of our days. 
Listen to what one uh, uh, um, 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 Bible sister in Christ says about this. She says, gratitude is not only a response to God in good times, it's ultimately the very will of God in hard times. Gratitude isn't only a celebration when good things happen, it's a declaration that God is good no matter what happens. I love what she says about that. Gratitude isn't only a celebration when good things happen, it's a declaration that God is good no matter what happens. So let's close with this. The hymn writer closes this last verse of love lifted me and he says, souls in danger, look above. Jesus completely saves. He will lift you by his love out of the angry waves. He's the master of the seas. Billows, his will obey. He's your savior and wants to be. Be saved today. Love lifted me. Love lifted me. When no one else could help, love lifted me. Did you receive that today? And that's where we'll stop and pause for today. Thank you for taking your time with us today. If you would like to learn more about our church or have us pray for you in any way, you can find us at www.rebuildchurch.com. That is www.rebuildchurch.com. Our church meets in Durham, North Carolina, and if you're looking for a church to attend, we'd love to have you join us. We meet weekly at 10 a.m. on Sunday, and you can find more details about what to expect and where we are on our website. You can also find our full services on our YouTube channel. Please join us for our next episode as Pastor Chuck kicks off the next message in this mini-series. 